All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure this last, what, few seven days since we last spoke. <laughs> we last um, met in this virtual space of free speech and free conversation and free community. You say free speech. And uh, you, know, you, know, you know what's funny? It's funny how like when you say free speech now, you, you almost sound as if you're advocating for something. Uh-huh. When you're yeah. not, you're just saying free speech. <laughs> it's all political, bro. You know, it's, it's funny how we've taken like things that should be natural mm-hmm. as like political leanings. The world is just interesting these days. I was going to ask you how your week was, but I think everybody has seen that your Instagram already. Yeah. Um, I traveled. Yeah, giving I went us some to life, lifestyle content, you know? Um, yeah, you made some, me do it. <laughs> oh, I did not make you do anything. Don't, don't, don't act as if I made you give us life, lifestyle content. You actually give us lifestyle content on your own accord. I didn't record the videos when you were recording them. Um, Okay, maybe you were going to post something. I said you should post something, but I didn't make you post that exact thing. You chose that. That exact thing. Yeah. So that was all you, bro. That was all your inner inner influencer bits. It looked looked nice, though. Um, I like the part where your mom was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) no, like she first looked normally like, like, yeah, who is that? So funny, she didn't recognize me because I had my mask on. Um, and I had called her earlier on that I'm, I'm sending someone to the house to deliver something, right? So the person's at the door right now. So she opened the door and she's like, good afternoon. How are you? I'm like, how are you, Kelly? Like, <laughs> I took my mask off. That's why she now like, yeah. yeah. And she was really shocked. My grandma, like, my grandma was fairly normal, which is quite interesting. I think when, at old age, nothing phases you. You're like, oh yeah, here. Because so, yeah, <laughs> I, like, I was a bit, I don't know what I was expecting from my grandma, but like, she was like, she just smiled. I'm like, ah, oh, you decided to surprise us. I'm like, yeah, but she was all like, come on, chill. I'm like, yeah, I and I, 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 think, I think at that age, like, just avoid all kind of shocks. Oh, no, sure. <laughs> yeah. You, like, you, you gotta life, keep body health. Exactly. Like, those are life lessons right there. Like, I learned a lot from all of that interaction. Like, my mom has never been like a screamer or shouter, so I was pretty, what, her reactions were pretty consistent what I was expecting. I wasn't too sure what to expect from my grandma because uh, I always think sometimes she's a bit dramatic, but I think she was very calm. So it was, it was nice. It was good. Um, mad, mad, mad. Yeah. What else? What? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, that's pretty much it. Obviously, the rest of it is classified. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted you to try and dig out. To try and dig out. That you're classifying something, other things that are classified. Yeah, yeah. Those that know that know if and, you know, and, you know. And, and, and every listener knows that I did my best to try and make you say it, but you chose not to say it. So, guys. <laughs> I'm protecting the interests in of my... all those concerned and involved. So, let's... Hello, let's, no. let's... We can always assign, <laughs> um, assign fake names, pseudonames. Uh, see, I've already run it. Anyways, let me know. Because what I was about to say now was also going to put me in trouble a bit. So, let's just... Let's move on, please. Don't put me into a trap. <laughs> I think you know what I was about to say, but yeah, let's let's not do that. Oh, by the way, yeah. there's okay. No, I was see this outside, outside. But yeah, people again, part of our off series. <laughs> Spent talking minutes. about about um, things that are trending, happening in society. Ugh, and let's be honest, a lot of these things revolve around entertainment, sports, politics, etc. Really, something along the lines of science, engineering, or anything like that. You know, um, but in today's episodes yeah. of, you know, things that are like trendy and what that, that are important to talk about or things that are 
in the space of Hollywood, I must say, which is unfortunate to say, but it is Hollywood, the center stage of such e-gossip. Mm. Is uh, Amber Heard and um, Johnny Depp now? I won't say I won't say if you, I won't say if you're living under a rock, you wouldn't know this story because some people just will not give a crap about mm. such a kind of story. Um, mm. But I think this story came came to light many many years ago for 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 different reasons. I mean, for a different reason from what the trial is on for, for example. And mm. before I get into that specifics, so that nobody's confused for the, anybody who doesn't know. It's funny how this life is because you know how I spoke about celebrity last time I was talking about Will Smith. Yeah. I remember clearly many times when I was in um, undergrad and my friend was talking about Amber Heard and we were talking about, oh, like, ugh, like damn, like, she's, she's good looking. Mm. Like, I'm sure that was sure. I can't remember with one of my friends, um, Ido. I'm talking about her and everything. I mean, not, I'm, not, I'm not here to slag anybody off. Definitely mm. not. Um, but my point is like at that point we're talking about somebody raising raising them in such a high regard on the pedestal. Mm. I mean, of course, they've done well for themselves in terms of their craft. They're good at acting, etc. Yeah. But we just never knew that personal life can have so much um, cobwebs mm. and shadows. And I guess it's worth it's worth start with the points that we ended with the <laughs> that we ended with in the first epi- episode of the off season yeah. in terms of. Like celebrities, man. It's just they're just like every. I think in the end they're just normal people mm. who have just private problems that are like magnified to the public, mm-hmm. and it becomes a lot more problematic because they're on this center stage for all of us to observe. Mm-hmm. Because this is a private matter, right? The case between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, the abuse slash defamation, but it's, it's, it's public spectacle because because they're celebrities but also because like we the audience we the fans we the movie watchers we have a genuine interest in their lives as these um pedestal people that we want to know and keep on a on a on a statue or statuette depending on whose side you're on mm-hmm. and again even even the, even the, even the, the idea of taking sides as well is also problematic because mm-hmm. okay let me let me not get into that yet taking sides what do you think about this case? Not particularly about the issue, because you get into it, but yeah. just as a case that is such relevant or popularity in public domain. Yeah. I think I, I echo your same sort of like thoughts and sentiments, how like to be fair, if you look at if you isolate who it's about, you know, these are these are like common common enough issues. Maybe the yeah. defamation part is. But know, also, let's just say that if, yeah. even though the common issues, we're not saying that the issues are okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Disclaimer. So we're not here. This is not a debate of what's right or what's wrong. Um, I think what's right and wrong is clear here. I think this is just trying to just balance things out in the sense that, like, for, okay, like the, the, like the different couples, we all probably are like two degrees, three degrees, maybe even one degree removed from couples that have gone through sort of like these, uh, you know, uh, abusive circumstances. And so, um, but it's weird how, I know it, some. yeah, but, but it's, it's interesting, not weird. It's interesting. And I guess it's normal. Maybe we're the ones that are deep in it too much, but it's interesting where, when it then happens to celebrity, it feels like this larger than life thing. 
um, yeah. that everybody kind of like has to observe and stuff. But to be fair, like even when, when the story came out, <clears throat> I, I'm, it's one of the things where I've not been too aware of it. Like I know at some point, some couple of years ago, there was the whole thing about, you know, Johnny Depp doing certain things and, you know, that's who he is. And, you know, I always take all of those things that's honestly face value, right? Like, like he's a man and, you know, they are all human beings. And, and again, we don't know him. We don't know him. Yeah. So, and, and stuff like if someone, if I became a celebrity, I'm pretty sure there's people that will say I've done stuff to like, again, this is not about what's right or wrong, but I'm just saying like whatever problems I have, whatever issues I've had with me in the past can be easily amplified and stuff. And so I think whenever we look my, my own perspective and when it comes to like celebrity issues is. I kind of like remove the fact that they're celebrities and look at the issue itself and then apportion, apportion, what do they call it? Attention or emotion or judgment or whatever based on the fact that, based on the issue itself, not on the fact that it happened to a celebrity, which sometimes can be hard because I think the argument people try to make sometimes is that um, a celebrity doing something is a lot more, it goes a longer way than if a regular person does it. And so we have to judge the situation at that level of intensity because of the reach the person has some way, shape and form. That's true. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let yeah. me know. Let me know. Let me know. Cause that, that, that would lead to a different talk podcast itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just the idea of responsibility and agency of the audience, viewers and fans versus mm. celebrity and everything. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like if we're speaking about celebs in terms of, Let's say you're a footballer, you're a box, you're a boxer, you are a politician, mm. you know, um, a professional thing. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> acting, acting or music, music, music are not professional things. But what I'm saying is like, so, okay, no, yeah, exactly, just, because just drop yeah, that. I didn't come yeah. ready for that argument um, <laughs> or for for that point of view. Yeah, but I just think it's very complex for us. It's a very com- It's much more complex to make a statement and, and say some along the lines of, well, since celebrities have bigger reach and bigger, bigger um, people watching their everyday move, they, they need to be more intensity into the actions or repercussions of things that they say or do. Mm. Um, yes, in the sense that people are listening more, mm. right? But there's many, many people who have said many things that have big reach that we've not we've not actually accused them of doing anything wrong. We've accused people of listening to them for mm. it. Mm. And yeah, what's the difference between what those two? It depends on the content of what's been said or content of what's been done. But anyway, mm. so for those who don't know, so just like you, um, I didn't really follow the, the initial story when it began, but I know mm. there was like a period for like two weeks where I kind of watched a lot of the trials, like, just, just like maybe before in the shower, or whatever, mm. um, or like while getting ready for the day, just like f- five minute clips on like this law, this law mm. page on YouTube, um, because they cover a lot of issues, okay. but so so was trending. But after like a week, I just lost touch with it. So I thought okay. I'll just run through a quick timeline for anybody who might listen and has no idea or just wants a timeline of this whole story. So these two people, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, met on a trial of a movie called The Rum Diary in 2009, which is often like the beginning, um, the beginning story for every, for not every Wallachio, Hollywood couple, for, most, for, most for, Hollywood for a lot of couples. Hollywood couples, you know, 
And it makes sense because that's where you, you meet at work, right? It happens every time. Mm-hmm. And at this point, um, John Depp was seeing a woman. I think he was seeing a, a, another lady. I'm going to show her name later. But anyway, Depp and Heard began dating by early, early, early 2012. Now, I must say that I'm reading from inside, inside, inside the website. Inside the, so if mm-hmm. you want to check it out, just Google Insider John Depp and Amber Heard timeline. And at this point, when, it was, when, when they began dating, John Depp was seeing a woman called Vanessa Paradis, probably a model or probably some other Hollywood person. <laughs> I'm not too sure. But anyway, um, so yeah, so Johnny Depp and Paradis announced their separation after 14 years of dating and they had two kids already, right? A boy and a girl. And at that point, this was already when he was already seen Amber Heard, right? And then 2014... Um, paparazzi or people, whatever, spotted Amber Heard with an w- engagement ring. So that's probably after they got engaged, possibly. And Jen Dev confirmed this in an interview, something like that. 2015, which is about, what, six years ago, seven years ago, they got married in a private ceremony, 2015, key dates. After dating for several years, right, in Los Angeles. And then in 2016, a year after... Heard filed for divorce from Depp and accused him, uh, accused him of physical abuse, mm. right? Now, at this point, she also got a restraining order against Johnny Depp, which was temporary while they were investigating this um, issue. She accused him of throwing the phone from her and leaving her with a bruised face, etc., etc., etc. Now, in 2016, that same year, the court reached a 7 million settlement, mm. right, which was meant to pay to her. And no, no, actually, yes, it was reached outside of court. Key, this is key point. So testified under the, the position. So you know yeah. we've seen suits now yeah. when you testify in a room, but you're under oath yeah. still. That kind of thing. So when she got this, um when she got this seven million, when she was issued the seven million settlement, she promised donate to charity um at, at this point. And t- 2017, next year after that, the divorce was finalized. Right? So again. They barely lasted, after marriage, barely lasted two years. Two years. Um, yeah. So just for context to the story, right? Um, but I think the record for Shadda's marriage, she goes to Kim Kardashian. Shout out to mm-hmm. Kim. Um, but yeah, divorce finalized in 2017. And 2018, December, that's when she wrote the op-ed for Washington Post saying she was mm. abused, mm. right? So, that's, so I think that's where like the um, sandstorm began to rise again mm. and then she accused him, um, him of domestic abuse and then she said that she became a public figure representing domestic abuse and felt the full force of culture's wrath mm. on women who spoke out on such issues mm. and boy key word is that in that in that thing she in that op-ed she wrote for the Washington Post she never mentioned his name yeah but his lawyers kind of inferred or anybody who had common sense or just pay attention would have said Hang on, she's talking about this dude, for sure. But she didn't mention his name, right? Yeah. And the next year, 2019, Deb then sued her 50 million bucks mm. for defamation, right? And then obviously, he was like, he came back and said, no, like, this is, this is not true. I didn't abuse you. You had actually abused her. I'm suing you for 50 million bucks, 2019. Mm. That's a lot of money. And same time, he claimed that she also had an affair with this dude, Elon Musk <laughs> and um, James Franco. Now, I think, I think there's time we saw photos of her with Elon Musk, but I think it was after they broke up. Mm. But maybe it's the affair began. The alleged affair began um, before that photo was released. Mm. 
anyway, then in 2020, there were phone recordings that were released, right? In which Amber Heard was, was admitting to hitting Johnny mm. Depp, right? And she was saying, quote, I'm sorry that I didn't hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. I was not punching you. Mm. Babe, you are not punched. Mm. End quote. Right. And then we replied and then we replied and she said again, she said, I, I can't promise you, I can't promise you I won't get physical again. God, I effing sometimes get so mad I lose it. End quote. So again, just recordings just to show the drama that happened between them, but also showing her as also a co-abuser mm. as well. Um, and then in 2020, a three-week libel trial began. And that's when John Depp was suing. Um, so you know the trial began in the UK at first. Yeah. And yeah. th- that's because he was suing the newspaper, the son, so son yeah, yeah. for defamation because they called him a wife beater. Yeah. Right. And trust says have no mercy. They, they, they took down um, <laughs> Meghan Markle, probably take down a guy who's been yeah. on drugs for a minute. Um, hmm. So yeah, sued them both. Um, but fortunately, nothing, nothing, happened from, nothing, nothing happened from it. The trial lasted for three weeks in July yeah. 2020. And that's when he first... That, that was the first time he then alleged that Amber Heard defecated on his bed and punched him or he, mm. she or her friend did it mm. on, on his bed. Mm. And, they, and they also accused her of having um, affairs outside of the marriage. Mm. Um, then November, November 2nd, the court ruled against Depp in the libel trial, which means that he just said, mate, there's nothing, we're not, we're not qualifying this As, lawsuit yeah. in that essence. Um, but anyway, going down the line, um, obviously he was obviously upset with that. Um, it was like judgment is flawed and ridiculous for him not to appeal the decision. So he kind of appealed that decision again, again, and again. And then, but in, in, in the midst of all that, right, that's when he lost the the his role, yeah. right? Oh, bro, you haven't you haven't on this story, man. <laughs> nice. He yeah. lost his role. I didn't even know it was part of this um, franchise. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm not sure if I saw the first one. I'm not sure. But anyway, he lost his role in, in the, the movie Fantastic Beast 3 as Green World, Green Day World, not sure how to pronounce, and was easily replaced by somebody else. I mean, a dude called Max something, I think. But yeah. And then he was denied the right to appeal by the court ruling, so he could never appeal the decision in 2020 um, over him suing the Sun publisher. Hmm. And then again, Last year, March 2021, it was also denied again an appeal against the High Court's ruling in the Court mm. of Appeals in London. So uh, denied twice appeal, right? So again, in, if, if you deny the appeal for defamation or suing the son, in that sense, you can't really claim your stakes back in your profession because, again, the, the law is still that... I mean, the common understanding is still that you are a wife beater, mm. right? So hence why the, the defamation case with, with his wife really, really kicked off in obviously April this year. And mm. it began with a 100 million live suits just to mm. clear his name. Now, again, this suits then began in Virginia, USA, right? Mm. And this is when the real caucus now actually began again, where we're all seeing and following um, yeah. up to date. That aside now, so now that we know that, I think the point of this is just to say, hey, what is going on here? Why is this so attractive to us as an audience to watch? Is this just another 
movie to us or is it just whether are we actually concerned about their lives mm. or are we trying to find lessons we can learn for our own selves which one is it mm. so honestly like it's a bit difficult in well i don't say it's difficult but there's a lot there's a lot i think it checks all of the boxes that you've mentioned but it all depends on who's we are talking to um and who cares about it but I know, you know, obviously people started to make jokes about it online as well. Um, people were picking sides as well um, and stuff like that. And to be fair, from when I was, I know when we initially said we we're going to talk about this, I also tried to just, you know, read up on it and do stuff. And to be fair, like the accusations on both sides, some of them were pretty valid, right? So both of them at some points were oh, yeah. kind of, yeah. So I think the the issue now is that obviously because of how these things go, it's like one person has to come out a winner, one person has to come out a loser, when in reality, both have some responsibility in there, but maybe one person has suffered a bit more and things like that. But I know the general narrative that has come out of woke culture and everything is also, you know, because now it's a man and a woman and, you know, he's now saying that she was the one that was sort of like the abusive one. There's also that undertone there of sort of like this whole you know, thing going on and all of that. So, but yeah, it's a lot. And I guess that's what makes it interesting as well um, to to folks because it's just like so many different things that we already argue about online wrapped up in one, you know, little package. In one real life, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think to start with the first point of taking sides, I think we can never ever cure that inclination to take sides on issues. Mm. Regardless of the issues, I mean, you support Arsenal, support Chelsea, we're already taking sides. Mm. of two two clubs in London that would that would even leave <laughs> to. Yeah. Um but I think when you take sides over issues that 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 come to affect you know human beings' lives or livelihood. Mm. Livelihood in the sense of people will say this thing and I think I think I understand it now. The more I live on the more I understand it. You know, it's not fair to take take away someone's rights to make a living. Mm. Right. If they committed a crime I understand that but when we're talking about moral issues mm. that's when the line can be that's when VAR needs to come in <laughs> yeah. right because someone's right to make a living is so important someone's right to feed his family someone's right to, someone's right to to get some some contract signed etc it's very very important right yeah. to to who you are as a human being is in every every religious doctrine you might belong to preaches the idea of working for for, for producing something for yourself mm. sowing a seed to get a reward so I think making a living is part of why we are here on earth in terms of we have, man has to work you know Marcus mm. said it like if you don't work in a day then what are you doing mm. what's the point of existing so going going by that standpoint that if we agree that man has to work and we can't it's not fair to take away living of somebody based on the moral differences then the idea of taking sides or rather the idea of not align ourselves to what the truth may be is where the problem lies because in legal cases the truth will always shift because mm. it's based on evidence right so let's mm. say we hear story A in 2016 oh he slapped me did this like ah this guy is a wife beater mm. based on what we've, what we've seen at that point that's the truth or that's the alleged truth or the mm. working truth right mm. and it's, at, at that point I think it's fine to it's fine to be angry towards the guy and and because we're human beings and you react emotionally to things, right? You, so if yeah. you hear something about you, you react emotionally. 
But then if something new comes out, new evidence comes out. Mm. Okay, this story is actually more complex than I thought it was. Mm. Right. Let me take a step back and let me reassess my emotions. Actually, maybe it's much much deeper. That's where people that's where people people get it wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Once we've had that first first line that and sometimes that that first jerk emotional um emotion or the first jerk tribe or side you're picking. Hmm. Sometimes it may, may come from the, the harm that the person has done or the victim's the victim's um the victim's what do you call it? The victim's hurts, right? Mm-hmm. It, can, it can, mm-hmm. can definitely come from that. But also, I think sometimes it could also be from, let's say, the victim's hurts or the transgressor's actions fitting our own idea of what life is. So mm-hmm. let's say, you know, you, you already think that every kind of man is probably abusive, etc., etc., etc. It's easy for that to make give a give a short cut on what side to take let's yeah. say you're a guy who thinks that oh um all these feminists are just trying to manipulate everything mm. it's easy for you just saying uh uh-huh, no i'm bad as a witch right mm. and then when evidence comes out you don't sh- your position doesn't shift because you've already yeah. taken that stance you've um, together sand. Yeah. exactly so i think on, on that first point the idea of like taking side i think we, we have to remember that the truth, the truth always fluctuates in such issues because again, mm. working with legal issues where evidence changes every day. Yeah. And I mean, not every day, but evidence can unravel until the case is finally closed. Mm. And sometimes the case will close and evidence will come out again. Right? Yeah. We don't, who knows? <laughs> but as long as it's not put in your living room, you're depending on what is brought out in front of you. Yeah. Right? Which is also makes it important because if not put in your living room, then why should you, why should you kick, kill everybody in your living room away because of this issue that not put something that you can see? Yeah, you know. So, and the first point is like, when the truth is shifting, when we take sides emotionally for the first time, that's okay. Mm. But with as things emerge and unravel in terms of evidence, for example, but like this one where it's been it's been clear that he wasn't. I'm not saying he didn't abuse her. I think he probably did as well. Who knows? Um, although I don't know about evidence, but probably did because he's not okay as well in terms of his um drugs and everything and alcohol mm. drinking habits. But it's clear that it was almost like a codependent, mutually destructive relationship. Yeah. Right. Where she also has some some issues. Mm. Right. And if someone who's seen that and, and your mind your mind hasn't changed from the first article she wrote, I think then that's a problem as well. Yeah. Yeah. So when we pick sides, we should pick sides with what we think the truth is, and not particularly what who or what kind of person aligns with mm. who who we already think we are go on yeah yeah so on this point of taking sides as you were talking i was just thinking about this about you know taking sides publicly and privately right because um and this is just a conversation here yeah. right because right now um i think my my what do you call it my disposition to issues generally, particularly trending issues and big things is I sort of like refuse to take it. Like I don't feel the need to add my voice to certain things yeah. online. But then I'm now thinking that if everybody I mean, did But you that, are right now, in a way. Yeah, in a way, <laughs> yes. But I feel like, but but I'm now thinking that if everybody chose not to say something, everybody just kept their opinions to their to private themselves. circles, 
you know, wouldn't that be a problem because people would then get away with things because nobody's talking about it. So it's exactly. a weird, it's a weird position, but I guess the idea is that obviously at the end of the day, what makes up public spaces are private circles as well. Right. So it's like, at the end of the day, whatever you say in, in private is going to, is someone's public. And I don't know if you get what I mean, but is it, is there a need as individuals? Do we have a social responsibility to always pick a position on issues and be public about those positions? Um, Absolutely. I, I definitely agree with that. I, I think, I think you made a very good point regarding um, how this private space elevates the public space and whether it's responsibility start or end. And I think mm. like, for example, with the U- Ukraine crisis or with, with NSARS, with, with many things that have happened, right? Mm. Without the voices going public, it makes the issues less, less relevant in a way because there's, there's less ears. So these voices mm. bring ears to issues and the ears bring more voices slash more actions, right? Mm. So I think the voices are very important. Mm. Things like NSARS, though, the evidence or the issue was often blatantly clear. Mm. Right, you can't stop protests the way they did. Yeah, right? you can't kill people on the streets. Mm. You can't do that. It's mm. it's it's illegal, immoral. It's wrong in every. It's evil, right? Mm. But on a public case like on a, a public case of a, of a private issue, right, that mm. involves a man and a husband, say a man and a husband, a <laughs> a man and a woman, a husband and a wife, right. Mm. The issue comes to the public in terms of domestic abuse or relationship mm. problems or love gone wrong mm. or fame mm. and misfortune, whatever title the Netflix series is going to be called when it comes out. <laughs> oh, Jesus Lord. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. The issue comes there. And our public voice is also relevant here. Mm. But, but that's relevant to the truth because mm. unlike answers that, that there's a public matter, Mm. Right, the public matter is one issue applies to everybody. Yeah, right? if they've locked the targets, if they say anybody they will shoot you, it applies to anybody. Mm. Right, but on this one of a private issue, of a concept that concept that comes public, that, yeah. that is public, is different. Yeah. So, so, so what so what that means is that on this kind of case, private issue of heard and journey or heard and depth that has context to their private lives mm. but also has truth coming out in different mm. stages and times mm. it means that the truth is where our loyalty to loyalty of responsibility should lie because we mm. all agree that, that domestic abuse is wrong no yeah. no i don't think any any well meaning mannered mm. person or any any nice person would think yeah go on then journey here yeah go on go on go on go on mate you know no i don't think i'm gonna think that i think i think mm. everybody will agree that domestic issue, domestic abuse is wrong where disagreements would then come in is maybe people saying, okay, well, who did it first? Mm. Who did it who did it more? Worse, yeah. Worse. You know, who and who should suffer more? That kind of thing. Mm. And then we can go with the evidence of their private life for that. Mm. You know, and then our job is then to say, you know what? This is an example of domestic abuse being shown in different ways, both mm. physical and verbal. The verbal one in this one, to me, was the most fascinating story, like the emotional one, in terms Mm. of things, again, I I don't want to say she's the only one who did stuff, but I think what what actually took me 
in a very, very interesting note was, you know, when she was saying something along the lines of like, and I watched a video where she was like, um, Tell the when world, they were fighting yeah. and, and he wanted to go away. Yeah. And she was like, why are you going? Like, you always, you always, you always walk out on fights. Yeah. Um, and she almost like said some, some along the lines of like, you're not a man or something like that. I'm not sure. She was, I don't know if she used mm. that exact word, but it almost but sounded to me as if she was questioning his manhood for not taking up a fight. Mm. And, and he was like, I don't, want, I don't want to do this kind of fight because we're going to go crazy, that kind of mm. thing. That's, that's a very psychological warfare going on in that kind of relationship, which is, yeah. I think, even as deep as, as anything. Because when that happens in our normal friends or normal friendship circles, that's that's harder to pinpoint. If someone hits you in the face, yeah. you can see you, you can see on your friend's face physical <laughs> damage. Yeah. But when they're going through emotional abuse by their partners, either man or woman, you you, mm. you can't see that shit until either the person is looking sad every day mm. or they tell you. But yeah. if they're smiling or they're whatever, they're wearing shades. You can't you can't say it because it's just not physical. Mm. But that could be even the worst kind because yeah. oh my god, what what that does to you for 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 a long time is psyche, yeah, psyche is unbelievable. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't even know. So so yeah, the, the, that's the thing with all of these like issues, and you know, this is what the issues should naturally be getting us to think about and talk about but you know what really gets a lot of airtime is just people picking sides people using that one to further narratives and people's whose goal is not really to pass across any genuine information but just to be trend like their business is to trend and obviously like gain attention and so what they're fi- <clears throat> what they are fighting for is attention not necessarily to pass across any position or information and i think that's yeah. i think we, we mentioned this maybe in a slight way in sort of like the first episode last season or the seventh, the season we just completed of conversation, out of conversation. I think, you know, there almost needs to be a school, like you said, for knowing how to navigate this world that we're in and understanding what communication is, isn't, what the goals of certain things are, how to really evaluate information and choose positions and things. Because like right now, like if they just dropped you, if you were in 20... You grow up twenty two thousand and eight, and you get go into a sleeping chamber, and it just dropped you in twenty twenty two, bro. Like there's so many, th- yeah, bro. Like there's so many things you would not have that would be very confusing, just in terms of culture and communication and things like that. And I think it's just uh, evidence that you know you really have to be literate, like not just literate in terms of going to school, but you have to be literate around the news and everything that you consume and know how you're processing things, right? You know when. A, a website or a news agency talks about something. We talked about this in the episode with Tonya, you know, many, many seasons ago, right? How do you dig past what it is that they are saying? Um, and yeah, so for me, I think my defense mechanism to a lot of that really has just been to be very slow in terms of what yeah. I consume and how I reach any decisions. Because look at this now, um, when, every, when something happens, the first like 24 to 48 hours are like quite intense. And then a week after, two weeks later is when you now start to see like, you know, well-refined thoughts and then you can now reach certain positions. And But again, like in this world where everything moves very fast, the, the struggle I'm having, right? And there's a very recent issue that, you know, has happened in Nigeria now with the whole like, you know, killing, uh, the, the burning, the lynching in, in, Sar- in Sokoto, whatever, right? And the last two or three days has just been a barrage of like information, takes, tweets, um, apparently article, 
um, tweeted something condemning the killings and then deleted it uh, because obviously apparently he got pressured by you know political intentions and stuff like that. So just all of that, like everything is is you know rising up and you know everybody's responding and doing all of those things. And I'm sure in about ten or twelve days, maybe it will die down on a different form of it to come up. But there's just a lot like going on. I was thinking about how, um, like the whole Russia Ukraine thing just seems to be every like the previous season for everybody now. Like, <laughs> that thing like, is the uh... yeah. You know, Shabi, you know, it was interesting how, you know, you know, the news sites and all the things that are coming up where they're like, oh, we can't believe it's happening in our backyard and whatnot. And everybody kind of felt like, oh, yeah, yeah, paying people attention and all of those things. But now, like, it's pretty much in everybody's, like, everybody's, everybody has moved on to the new thing now is crypto crashing, right? Tesla stopped going down as well. Um, yeah. And then the Twitter sale being on hold. You know, on hold, you know, yeah. You know you when I mentioned, the, yeah, so, yeah, 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 you know what? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, because when I said it and the sale looked like it was going forward, I'm like, ah, well, okay. But I was like, yeah, like I, I, I knew my When I saw was, that thing, I was like, I, I was like, oh, thank God Toby, Toby said that thing <laughs> that day and called me out. Because I goes, yeah, yeah. Cause it's I was good like, we did not say that way. No, but yeah. I think, um, it's just so we don't digress too much, I think we raised mm. a very good point. And I was mm. saying, I was thinking about something, I was thinking about an idea in my head, not, not formed to so bear with me, everybody listening, but. Mm. you know we're talking about how we, we move on from these things after a week or two weeks there about mm. I think it's also a function of I think it's inevitable because while while we look at public issues and react to emotionally because you can imagine ourselves in those positions where we have empathy or we have a sense of justice or we just want to be famous for seeing as just, justice people regardless of what mm. it is we also have our own lives to live. Mm. Mm. And that will never change. Mm. And I think, I think that's the constant tension in that. Everything that happens outside of our life, right? Mm. We're only a witness or an observer on stage looking at it mm. by public issues, I mean. Mm. And just like you go and watch Iron Man or Dr. Strange movie and clap at the end, Right, because you're in the moment is making you react. You have an emotional reaction to what you're seeing. So a beautiful piece of cinematic work. Once you get back to your confines, you might still feel that sense of wow, like that was a great movie. But mm. let's say the next day you're back, you're back to work because your life also matters. Mm. So I think as long as we are living this life, no more life where our life matters first because we need certain needs. We need to live, eat, gain money. Um, whatever we're doing, find relationships, whatever it is. Mm. Other issues always take the other issues always take the the second hand or the third hand. Mm. And I think the moments at which we react are just our initial human being reactions, depending on our empathy level, right? That would determine how long they last for, possibly. But I think mm. I'm yeah. I'm beginning to get less surprised with how we are moving past issues. Not because I think we are all fickle. I just think everybody's 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 doing their own thing right the people people who are in control of all these billions they're just wondering how many <laughs> yeah. you know and look look at you like 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 you went to Nigel talking about how, how you were working how, how you couldn't work much etc you're thinking of work you gotta work you gotta make make a living you gotta make some changes some make make a difference even even though things, even though things happen around you you gotta do your own thing I've mm-hmm. gotta work I've gotta get into this I've gotta do X, 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 Y, Z. Even though, mm-hmm. even I'm aware of all these things, I'm aware of it, but yeah, life doesn't stop. Action, yeah. meaning there are all different stages of things that 
But we all mm. we all have two, two, two things that are finite: energy and time. Mm. And we have to trade off eventually. So I guess I don't blame people for moving on from things. Um, yeah. I mean, this is some something to unpack further. I guess what I'm saying is maybe a starting point to a bigger conversation, possibly. Mm. Um. But yeah, yeah, let's just end on on that sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So right. back to this um issue. I think another thing to raise it as well is like I would not say so like you know people say um how do I put it so even though she accused him of domestic abuse whether it's been proven true or false I still think it's important for people to speak up about these things um Mm. because even though we even okay let's imagine it's false for example yes it is false and it has brought imagine it is false it's a part of this case of deformation. The, the awareness about it has definitely made some, somebody in this situation more aware about what they're also going mm. through. Right? Yeah. Maybe from the video that they've seen, that she, th- things that she said, maybe, mm. m- maybe a man who is also an alcoholic, whereas mm. not damn, like, is, is, is this what my wife goes through? Maybe a man who has a very abu- emotionally abused wife, emotionally mm. abusive wife or girlfriend or babe, whatever, or mm. ex. Mm. I just thinking like, oh my God, this was not only me. My point is, even though, if it was false, if it is false, I'm not somebody who can jump on the wagon of, because there's, there's camps online, as you mentioned, who are like, mm. really taking this woman down, calling her names. And of course, maybe she deserves names. Maybe he deserves names too, right? Mm. Even me, I deserve a name for things that I've mm. done. You know, I, mm. I broke my <laughs> I, I broke my mom's windscreen when I was mm. <laughs> when I was um twelve years old for a lot of a stupid prank. I deserved every name I was called because the prank was just for my ego. I broke mm. it. I mean, I got spanked for it, rightfully so, etc. Mm. What's my point? We've all done things, and some, some of the justice we receive from those things is social labels, mm. right? People call us stuff, right? But I think we can't just dismiss the bigger picture in terms of domestic abuse, mm. right? And it is way more common than we can ever imagine. I promise you that, bro. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. Like, because for those stories that have, few stories I've heard, I never ever guessed I was happy. I never ever would have guessed that they were going through that if they didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine people that you know and you can never guess. Or people that you don't imagine know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And it comes in different, 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 um, faces and characters and personalities somebody mm. who is short and smiley and cute doesn't mean they cannot be the worst um <laughs> abuser so, possible yeah. you know yeah. and, and, and somebody who's tall and big and manly doesn't mean he can't be timid he can't, he can't be shy to talk something for himself mm. you know it's so i think you don't add our culture of like uh should be should be a Korean, yeah. aren't mm. you a man you know yeah shouldn't mm. you be able to but bro like there's a certain way a woman can take you down mentally, like you're not coming out from that from that at all. Yeah. Right. I think I read this in a book where some some therapist said it. I can't remember who, but it was like like a lot of the men who who come to sessions who are like facing like suicidal life problems. Yeah. It's often like a woman that is that's that's that is that is <laughs> Up to that point, I Traced them, um, traced to the, the root issue. Mm. You know, I know, I know man in terms of like the person's mother, but a love interest at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think domestic abuse is what should win. 
um, when this case is over, mm. not domestic abuse, like continuation, but <laughs> I mean, like, an awareness of it. An awareness of it. Is what should yeah. win. An awareness of it in different forms. An awareness of the fact that the truth always changes, but the truth can also surprise you. And, and, and it's okay for, I think it's okay for us to also change our views as well, because even though, even though we believed her when she said this guy abused, this guy abused her X, Y years ago, we believe that because it's, it's okay to believe people when people say things because we, are, we should believe there should be trust, mm. right? But if you have new evidence that says, okay, maybe it's not this, maybe it's yeah. not the way it seems, mm. then we can also accept that, okay, yeah, maybe the belief I had was faulty. Let me switch it. Yeah. But let's not be loyal to our beliefs, particularly when they are un- unwavering against a bigger truth. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not, it's not um, ideal, ideal, yeah. ideal. You know, yeah, so so I think the final point I'll make here, I think it's just also more awareness of how fluid or difficult it is to to be a human being, right? Um, I think there's a lot of things we always have to consider, which is why kindness is something that we all need to like lead with in everything that we're doing. It sounds like fluffy and, you know, mushy in that sense. But yeah, like everybody's going through a lot, having to process a lot. There's There's shifting sands beneath everyone a lot of times, right? So we are saying you should change your mind, you know, certain things, but you can change your mind too much and people start to call you fickle, right? So it's like, there's just extremes. <laughs> That's me. People <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that guy, you're watching, you're watching your mind. Like, That's because when people give good arguments, I just like, mm, something there. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, but it's just like, you know, everybody's all trying to navigate this minefield sometimes called life and stuff. Um, and to be fair, at the end of the day, what, what ends up being super important and what affects you the most is what's like one degree, two degrees away from you. So I think as much as we are exposed to all of this information and all of these things online, um, at the end of the day, what it should be doing is informing how you live your your in-person experiences. Um, yeah, absolutely. As, op- as opposed to just taking it and being an online and keypad warrior in that sense, for the lack of a better way to put it. So I think that that's, that, that's my all, that's usually my biggest um, aversion to a lot of these things is that the energy the energy that happens online it really translates into like in-person things um and i'm like that's just so much energy to be putting out into a dead into a dead end in that sense but anyways i guess and also like can, um online yeah. energy is is easier than in-person energy yeah yeah you know yeah. um let me let me maybe leave with this with this some um, quote I, I don't know if it's a quote but I saw this gem from Adam Grant. I think everybody knows mm-hmm. Adam Grant on Adam Grant, the um, organizational, organizational consultant or behaviorist. Um, I, I, I don't know what his profession or, or <laughs> I don't know what his expertise is particularly, but I know he does consulting on organizational behavior, leadership, etc. But anyway, he said that if you're, if you're in a debate or a conversation about something polarizing or something opposing, just a kind of debate, I think you've probably seen it before. He said, mm-hmm. if, you, if you see that there's too much back and forth, what you can ask the person is, is there any evidence I can give to you that will change your mind? Mm-hmm. And if they say no, then just end it there. Mm-hmm. Just shake hands and walk away because it's already a dead horse. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that thing, I saw it like a week ago, about, I just thought, God damn, this is <laughs> very, very powerful. Not, not, not only for me to use, but, but for it to be used against me. Mm-hmm. Not against, but on me as well to check some of the things that I may strongly argue for that may not even have that that I may be blindly led by 
a belief ideology more than actually the truth itself. Mm. Right. Mm. And I tried it. I tried it. I tried it recently. And mm. I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was, I was like, is there anything I can show you to make change in my mind? The person said no. I was like, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. And mm. the piece that came with that is just, just mind blowing. So I think <laughs> for anyone listening, if you haven't tried that, um, again, it's just something very simple. Mm. As Toby said, if you're on these debates about issues, whether it's a dinner table, friends, school, work, mm. um, relationship, and it, I mean, hopefully not on the date because yeah. the dates may not be going. Um, <laughs> s- s- I mean, who knows? Dates as well. That? Exactly. Um, whatever it is, you just ask them, like, is there anything you can show them that will change their mind? Mm. And if they say no, then maybe that's it. Maybe just let it go. Yeah. Um, put your energy into some, something else because. People who want to, who want the truth or want to, you know, change for the better. I, I, I know we say kindness, etc. It's so fickle, as you said, but it's important. People who want to change for the better would want to know what's out there that I don't know. Mm-hmm. What am I not seeing? What, what kind of vision do you have that mm-hmm. I don't have? What, what, what's in your locker that I have not seen? You know, what is it that you can show me that, <clears throat> that's going to make me change my my um, FBI evidence uh, mindset mm. you know what what mm. is it exactly and then that's 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 where maybe you guys meet in the middle of your learning process or learning journey and you create an mm. experience together mm. but as people, as people who don't want to know they don't want to their, their mind is made up mm. and what can you do mm. oh, you can't do anything yeah so ladies and gentlemen um, I guess we'll leave it there kindness yeah. as we said something that we should strive for but kindness also requires work Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we should work towards kindness and I, I know there's an app for everything these days <laughs> so whatever Jeez. struggles you're going through <laughs> <laughs> oh building God. habits um, I think kindness some something that we can work towards yeah. I got an app recently called Fabulous ah, I remember habit, that yeah, yeah habit um, daily stuff and it's, it's kind of cool I've used it for like two days now mm. um, but knowing myself God knows how long I'm going to last stuff, on that yeah as um, long as it forms and leaves an impression um, if you carry some of the habits without needing the app then I guess that's the point um, sometimes some of these things shows you a part of yourself that maybe you didn't know it was there and now that you've seen it you know it's a part of you now ladies and gentlemen thank you so much have a good <laughs> week alright hey there thanks for listening to this offseason episode of the yellow pill we're still on a break but we'll be back in a couple of weeks with new and fresh and exciting contents but before then make sure to follow us on instagram at the yellow pill pod and on twitter yellow pill underscore pod to keep up to date with everything else we're putting up until we come back see you next week <laughs>